Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Listening to some music Joseph Lindsley in Ukraine sent to us. Uh, this is a Georgian song, and I know Joe wants to talk about uh, Georgia and the many months uh, he spent there, and what's happening there, and why it's connected to Ukraine. We're trying to make our connection with him. Uh, yesterday, he was in Kiev. Not sure if he's still there, but hopefully we'll be able to hook up with him momentarily. And if not, uh, then tomorrow. We hope everything's okay. Well, here's uh, good news. Everything's okay with Joseph Lindsley. He's alive and well and in Ukraine and with us now. Sorry we can't report on your alma mater, Notre Dame, being part of the tournament, Joe. Yeah, I'm, comp- I, I'm only aware of these things when I listen uh, to WGN before I speak <laughs> uh, with you. So, <laughs> uh, Tell us about uh, Georgia and its uh, relationship to what's happening in Ukraine. Yes, uh, and I don't know if you played that music earlier, but uh, yep, uh, last night, uh, uh, that's from the band 33A, a very popular Georgian band. Uh, the Georgians have their own language. Uh, you know, they suffered for uh, many years under Soviet oppression, but these past uh, decades, they've been recovering their language and traditions and music. Uh, last night, uh, in the center of the capital, Tbilisi, uh, the police uh, brutal- brutally cracked down on protesters. Uh, people took to the streets to protest uh, the so-called foreign agents law, uh, which would require anyone, who, any organization or media that receives any type of money, advertising or funding, from someone outside of Georgia would have to register with the government. And the people of Georgia are taking this as uh, abuse of freedom of the press and freedom of speech. Uh, many, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in Georgia. Uh, probably at once I was, I was there for about four months in, in one time. And uh, my friends uh, through last night and this morning from there have been sort of texting me with great concern. The Georgians have been paying a lot of attention to what's happening in Ukraine. In fact, uh, three, you know, it's a small country of maybe four million people. Uh, about 3,000 of them have been fighting in Ukraine in the Georgian Foreign Legion, uh, and they're very well known for, for their sort of ferocity uh, in the fight. And a friend, uh, she's um, uh, an NGO, a civil society activist. She's worked as a diplomat, and she texted me with great concern. Uh, she said, uh, now uh, they, meaning the government in Georgia, want to kill the nonprofit sector, media, and free speech. People like me will be declared as agents. And she said it's a horrible situation, all inspired and financed by Russia. And so there, there is this, uh, the, the Georgian government, the current uh, ruling party is called uh, Georgian Dream. And uh, by all accounts, they're sort of mainly bankrolled by this one particular oligarch. And many people say that he has got strong connections uh, to the Kremlin. So we've seen in the past weeks, uh, you know, sort of pro-Russian interest in the, in the free country of Moldova, uh, trying to stir things up against the democratically elected government there. And now we see uh, this it's sort of strange timing for all these things, this strange crackdown uh, in, uh, in in Georgia. And another weird part of you know 
sort of connection here. So Georgia is across the Black Sea from Ukraine, uh, quite a good distance. Uh, but there's a lot of connections because the people are have, share this idea of freedom. And the Georgian, the former Georgian president from 2004 to 2013, uh, he led a lot of free market reforms. The pro-Russian interest forced him out of the country. He came to Ukraine where uh, President Poroshenko gave him Ukrainian citizenship and made him governor of Odessa uh, in the wake of Ukraine's revolution to bring about a lot of reforms. But the Georgian president was such a reformer, he started to criticize Poroshenko. And Poroshenko, uh, the former president of Ukraine, took away his citizenship. But when President Zelensky uh, became president in 2019, he gave citizenship back to this Georgian reformer, to Saakashvili. Uh, and, and so it seemed that there was a, a new era was beginning. And Saakashvili returned home to Georgia in the pandemic, and he was promptly arrested by the ruling regime. Hmm. Uh, and so there, there's a lot of uh, sort of angst and concern in Georgia at the moment. The Georgian president, who strangely was born in France, uh, President um uh, I, I don't want to mispronounce her name, but she is now siding with the protesters. And so I think a lot of people are watching the situation. Uh, more and more of my friends in Georgia, the police stopped the protest last night, but there's great resolve uh, tonight, uh, 7 o'clock tonight uh, in Tbilisi in the Georgian capital. I think many more people are going to show up. And you do see sort of the, this great solidarity, especially right now between the people of Ukraine and the people of Georgia as they stand against Russian attempts to take over their freedom, to take away their freedom and take mm -hmm. over their societies. Yeah, I can I can see why that's so important. I, I hope the TV networks give that story proper coverage. Are you still in Kiev, Joseph? And is it still quiet there, relatively I'm still speaking? in Kiev. Yeah, it's it's quiet. We haven't really had many alarms since we had one at 530 this morning. But it's an unusual calm and quiet. Uh, same in Kharkiv city. Uh, but the Russians have been attacking uh, uh, in, in Kharkiv region, in Donetsk, in Zaporizhia. They continue to attack and shell uh, many cities and towns. Uh, Bakhmut remains sort of the same as it's been, uh, extremely intense. Uh, there was a Ukrainian, um, uh, he, he went by the nickname Da Vinci, Dmitry Kotsobailo. Uh, he was killed in Bakhmut at age 27. He was called Da Vinci because he wanted to be an artist. And he was one of the young heroes of the Maidan revolution in 2014. So, you know, that revolution that's maybe what, like, is what is happening now in Georgia. Uh, and uh, he was killed in Bakhmut. And so people are, are very sad about that because you, more and more you, you're seeing the Ukrainians who were leading the fight against corruption are the ones who are giving their lives uh, in Bakhmut as they stand for freedom. Joseph Lindsley, appreciate the news reporting, the history, and the geography lesson as well today, Joseph. We'll talk tomorrow. Be safe. Thank you, Bob. Until tomorrow.